What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. I don't even know how to start this, dude. There's been so much that's occurred in the last week, the last seven days. What is it? June 5th? Dude, it's only the first week in June. That's oh the crazy thing. The, the last two weeks? No, I, I mean, take take COVID out of the equation. The last three weeks of this this uh of may june have, have just between the riots in salt lake and everywhere else and um the blm protests and i, I like i'm i'm kind of dumb like dumbfounded because i don't even know where to start like i don't even know there's so much we could te- potentially talk about but it's so i guess i guess we'll start with like what what do you think about so what do you think about these these protests and and riots that have been going on i mean i definitely have mixed feelings um it's always fun getting on social media and seeing just the extreme ends of both debates i had to mute a bunch of words on twitter i mean why my twitter feed was so radical like People calling on people to like kill cops. I'm not even kidding you. Like, oh, I'm not. Yeah, the the people. I don't. I don't know who I follow. I just follow a lot of people. I guess. You, you want to know what bothers? Uh, what really bothers me is so I I'm a full supporter of peaceful protest. Protest is a way of having a voice, and it, it should be something that we allow. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. violent protests, I do I. I'm not going to say I full-heartedly do not approve of them, as there may be situations that a violent protest is the only way to get through. Can you explain one of those situations? Cause... Uh, as far as that, I definitely don't have an example that I can provide. <laughs> okay. um, so you're for... You're for... But, but that should be a last measure. Like if you're peaceful protesting and every and you're trying different avenues and they're just and you're not being listened to, although the, I'm gonna be honest here, probably a lot of listeners are like, yeah, we're not being listened to. Let's be violent pro. Like, okay, so here here's what I'll say about it: is is violent protesting does not solve anything. I I've been watching video I, I've been watching videos of people breaking into companies that have nothing to do with the police. I saw your tweet earlier this week too, and I agree with it. I think I thought it was funny. I I agreed with it because it was yeah that, satirical. Like I, I was it was true. <laughs> that 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 I mean that that was running through my mind that day when I was reading all these posts. So on, on Twitter, um, I can't remember the exact wording of it. What, it it, it, it was, was basically it, so it what was it. it, it I think I said, uh, imagine you are a business and a, a cop shoots somebody in another state and now your business is destroyed. Um, I'd have your phone is in front of you. You're right. My phone is in front of me. Let, let's get this. One I, of the one of the things that I was going to say is it, I, I, it was kind of the COVID thing where I said, you know, some guy in another country ate a bat. Now I can't go to the gym. That was what you tweeted was similar to what I said. So, so we have it. So when you're running a business and a cop in another state murders someone and then people respond by destroying your business. <laughs> That's which is true. I mean, I, you used, you used the wrong your in your tweet, but <laughs> did, did I? you did. Let's see. Let's see. But I agree with you. That's the right your. Let me see your tweet. Let me see your phone. Y-O-U-R. 
when you're, while you are, when you are, you... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when you are running a business, not your, like, not your running... When oh, you are the first, the first your okay. idiot. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> that's I'll take a, that. I, I was like, ah, that's funny. Wait, he spelled your wrong. <laughs> that's, that's, those are the two thoughts that went through my mind when I saw that tweet. Grammatical Nazi over here, apparently. I, I'm just like, if you're going to be like radical like that, spell it right. <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, I apparently got to work on my spelling. <laughs> your grammar. Well, my grammar, you're right. Is it you know what? We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> That's a deep rabbit hole. All I know is... The, the thing I'll... I'll st- let me stop you for one second. The okay. thing that I want to say is there were a lot of people that shared that same viewpoint of violence. You, you Basically, to summarize what you said, is violence never solves anything. Yeah. And there were a lot of people... And I'm going to use Twitter a lot tonight because this is, I've seen the most radicalized and I'm, people are like, radical means like radical. And yes, radicalized things on Twitter. Like Twitter was insane these last two weeks. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. So, <laughs> so people on Twitter were saying at first there, well, there were some, some individuals on Twitter that were saying violence never solved anything. And then fast forward a week and like all four of those cops got charged with, with stuff um, besides Derek Chauvin, Derek Chauvin being the instigator being number one, public enemy, number one in the situation along with the three others, they got charged with secondary murder or whatever it was. I'm not going to look it up. I don't care. I do care, but I'm not, I don't care enough to look it up. Correct yourself. The the thing that a lot of people at first were saying is like, you know, protest, whatever. Do that. Yes, I agree with Sean. Do that. It's it's an empowering thing. You're legally obligated or you have the legal right to do it. So do it, right? But the thing is, when you start rioting and destroying other people's businesses that had nothing to do with what happened, that's where the line gets drawn. And at first people were like, Yeah, that's that's right. And then when cops started getting charged with x y and z and the minneapolis police department was like you can no longer put people in chokeholds they're like yeah obviously violence solved that they can't do that now because we ransacked businesses that's what happened so people people were saying at first violence doesn't solve anything and then somewhere along those lines in the last two weeks they they resorted to ransacking businesses and rioting and destroying stuff and doing whatever protesters do and then when the Minnesota Minneapolis, I'm so tired of getting that wrong. When the <laughs> Minneapolis Police Department said you can no longer put people in chokeholds, and the LA um, police people came out and said you can't do this and that, people were like, "Yeah, see, because we rioted and destroyed stuff, our voice was heard." So violence, violence solves stuff, and that's what I've been seeing a lot of. Is at first, I'm going to reiterate this because I have to reiterate this. People said violence doesn't solve anything. Some stuff happened, and now people are saying violence solves a lot of stuff. What was I? Mm, I totally lost my train of thought. Do you get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. In the I, chain I totally, of events? I, I totally. Like, it, people were attributing I mean, what other people are doing to violence, which is not the case. There have been so many people that have come out that own businesses in states that have had massive protests, massive riots, and they're like, huh... Like, we support your movement, but you destroyed my business. Like, that's not okay. 
a lot of these businesses that got destroyed, I don't give a shit about JCPenney. I don't give a shit about Best Buy. It's these small family-owned restaurants and bistros and other stuff like that that got destroyed. Like, some dude's entire restaurant got caught on fire. And he came out smiling and saying, yeah, I support the movement, but, like, you guys ruined my livelihood. See, That's I, not okay. Here, here's something I, I was seeing this week is so i i there was a video of there's a lot of videos so you have to be really (laughs) depictive because there's been a lot of videos i i I will say there was there's one video that really sticks out in my mind is um a couple of people broke into Foot Locker and basically filled up some bags full of shoes and just walked off and and then I totally forgot where I was going to go with this. Well, there was, a, there was another video in Laguna Beach where people broke into Mercedes dealership and were just screwing up cars on the but, showroom floor. So what 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 does this have to do with Black it's Lives Matter? Nothing. The, the, um, the thing is, it's a lot of crime of opportunity. In fact, I, I actually wanted to uh, say something on that. Is is one of the things I've heard, um, which is really pertinent, uh, I shouldn't say pertinent, one of the things I've heard is that actually a lot of the violence came from the domestic terrorist group. That, Antifa? Yeah, Antifa. Oh, God. I, I've heard they're the ones that have been – I mean, I'm not going to say whether that's true or not because I honestly don't know. Um, but that's one thing I have heard is that a lot of the violent protests have been in, instigated by Antifa. It's not true. It's the same the same thing where have you seen all those anonymous resurfaced after a decade of being silent. True. Where did Anonymous go? The thing, the thing that the thing that immediately alerted my attention to this was, if you get on my Twitter right now, I don't know where my phone is; it's charging. But there's a bunch of accounts that I have muted because I'm just tired of hearing what they have to say or people retweeting them. Yeah, there are ten, ten official anonymous accounts on Twitter. So. Earlier in the last week, there was a video that went out of the anonymous guy with the mask, and he was, you know, his voice was whatever. He was saying all of this stuff about the U.S. government and blah, 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 and what this Twitter account and multiple Twitter accounts after that did is they took that same video and they became anonymous, and they have all these different – that is why this stuff bothers me is because, sure, I don't want to get into the discussion about anonymous, but it's like – there's 10 Twitter accounts associated with this same group, and they're all named differently. The Official Anonymous, the true Anonymous, the real Anonymous. <laughs> like, give me a break. People ho- hopping on the bandwagon. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude, but... I So, so I actually want to go, go back to the one thing I had said. So I realized my train of thought with um, speaking about Foot Locker and how there were some people that were coming out with bags and stuff. I went into the weeds a little bit there. I'm sorry. But yes, continue. Continue. <laughs> well, no, continue. Seriously, continue. So, we're on a solid train of thought there. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I'm very sorry. The, 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 one, the reason I, br- I wanted to bring that back up is because it, it really bothered me because when I was on Facebook, um, people were posting saying, hey, if you don't believe that these violent protests or, or the fact of people demolishing like com- – like, companies and doing these things then just unfriend me because i've seen that a lot uh mm-hmm. what, 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 i can't remember the word Cap- that capitalist economy is part of the problem well that's a completely separate issue this is not this is black lives matter 
you go protest to ca- capitalism. Um, so that was the point I wanted to make on that. I agree with that. Um, the thing that, you know, we, I'm going to be honest, we could talk about this for hours. We really could. There's a lot to say. There, There is a lot to say. And one of the things I want to say is with the legal system as it is, You've probably seen hundreds, if not thousands of videos in the past two weeks of cops brutalizing protesters, being it they're running them over with their cars or they're tear gassing them or whatever. I don't want to get into that right now. Or like the video of uh, some cops, what was it, basically breaking a medic tent that they had set up? I Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to get into that right now. What we are going to get into is people seem to think that cops – just they 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 control everything the law the one of the things that i saw this week that bothered me so much was those cops arrested this guy the, the this is going to be all semantical so the cops arrested this guy and he's going to get put in jail and then he's going to walk free because he's white they were placing the blame on that guy walking on the cops the cops have nothing to do with that aside from arresting him it's the justice system People do not and will not and have not attribute arrests to the justice system. They just think that cops are the worst type of people. Here's the problem is is I feel it's human nature to place blame on a physical object. No, I don't. Yeah. So I I feel like that the problem with that is that – People, I, I, I bet they know that it's the justice system. I'm going I'm to break this into two parts. They're not thinking that far ahead. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, so I, well, I mean, you know, it, I, I think it'd be more subconscious. Like I, everyone, I, I feel like everyone knows that's just the justice system and how it works. Like, the, to, to, but to, to, before you, to, to a lot of people, the justice system is the police department. Exactly. They're not looking at lawyers. They're not looking at DAs and state department. They're not looking yeah. at any of that. They're looking at officer Johnson that's in front of me is a dickhead and he's going to arrest me for something I didn't do. Yeah, it's it, his fault, not the justice system. Exactly. I mean, I, the, what you hit exactly what, what I was going to say there for, um, as well. Um, but to build upon that, I mean, people want to put a face that when they want to blame something, they want to put a face to it. Mm-hmm. And so people don't understand, don't understand, I shouldn't say understand, but people can't conceptualize the justice system and be able to put blame towards it. So they're going to put blame on the cops. Yeah. Which is, which I've seen a lot of recently. It's just like, um, we're like working at a call center. When you work at a call center, you aren't the one making the policies and the rules. You're just trying to uphold them, but people are still going to yell at you for those problems. Even though we have nothing, even though call center people don't, call center representatives don't have anything to do with it. That's a valid point. I mean, like I said, this this whole this whole thing over the last two weeks, we could we could just we could go on for hours and hours about this, and it's it's hard to pick any one topic that I think justifies discussion. Um, I think one one thing we could talk about is the fact that. I was in one of those protests in Salt Lake on Tuesday. Well, I wasn't a part of it. I was 
working it. Um, I, I was going to say, which side were you on? <laughs> I, I was not working. I, I was working it, but I wasn't a part of it. Um, the thing that it's just so, it's just so, so damn hard to get into so much of this discussion because it's just such a big bubble that you could, you could, there's so many avenues you could go down to talk about. We'll just take it back to this with, with, with the videos that have been on social media and the news about police, 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 (laughs) police brutality. What is your take on that? Do you think that that police are being overly brutal with protesters or that they're just overly brutal in general? And keep in mind, listeners, we are speaking from Caucasian white male perspectives and there are going to be people that can get that twisted and say, well, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know the plight. I get that. I agree with you. We don't know the plight, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. I completely agree. I'm going to, I would say the same thing. So, I mean, it's, there, there are very radicalized POCs. I'm not going to, I'm not going to refute what I just said. There are very radicalized POCs that think that. I I just want, uh, can you please explain what POC means? A person of color. Okay. This isn't, this is, has nothing to do with black people. It has things to, everything to do with every person of race. Okay. So everybody that has been marginalized in in society it has everything to do with with those individuals as i said speaking from a caucasian male's perspective we don't know the plight we'll never know the plight it's the truth but that does not refute the right for us to talk about it we're going to talk about it and we're going to try to dissect it as best we can so what i was saying is with, with these videos that you've seen and the things that you've heard and, and probably read on, on social media, because social media has been the one catalyst for all of this. You take the news out of it, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Those are the people and the, the things that you've seen the most of. Yeah. So when you look at people, police, I'm sorry, I called the police people. Some <laughs> people would not like that. <laughs> When you look at the police that are that are brutalizing protesters and and running them over with their cars and doing all of this stuff, what is your take on that? I mean, I hope that there's never I I shouldn't say I hope because it's happened. Um, but I don't think there should be a reason that a cop should use his car to run somebody over. Um, but that's beside the point of what I was going to make. I mean, there's definitely a bad portion of cops there. So there are definitely me, police that are not good. So let me stop you. So one of the things that I've seen, and it, it's not just once or twice or three times. It's at this point, it's probably hundreds of times over the past two weeks. People, people break it down into math and I'm very good at math. So it's very unfair of you to do, <laughs> but <laughs> people say, if you have 10 bad cops, and you have a thousand cops that don't do anything about those ten bad cops. You have one thousand and ten bad cops. I've seen that everywhere. And the reason I disagree with that is because of the point that I made on the last episode. As a cop, you should have the know-how and 
the the just well know how is knowledge you should have the knowledge to step in on something you see that is wrong inherently legally wrong you should have the know-how to step in on that right yeah the thing that bothers me the most is when people see those 10 cops and those 10 cops are as everyone's been saying the quote unquote bad apples of the group and those 1,000 cops don't do anything about those 10 cops. Oops. Drop that. You have 1,010 bad cops. And the thing that bothers me the most about that statement is you're grouping in 1,000 cops that are afraid. They're afraid to speak out because they don't want to lose their jobs. And you can research, any of you guys listening to this can research the fact that any cops that seem to speak out get fired, they get let go, they get suspended. There's a myriad of different things that happen to these guys that speak out. So it's not that they're not speaking out. It's that they're scared to. And I said that on the last episode. They're scared to speak out because of the ramifications that they will have from their colleagues. You know what I'm going to uh, what I'm going to build off on that as well. Probably some people are going to be offended at this, but I feel like a lot of what we've probably said is going to offend a lot of people. Probably. I'm, I, I, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I don't care because I, this is our viewpoint. Exactly. From how we see it. And I feel, I feel weird clarifying that, but over the last two weeks, like I said, there have been some very, very radical opinions on Twitter. So I'm just going <laughs> to pass that over to Sean. So... So what I would say is in that description, if you have 10 bad cops and you have 1,000 cops that don't, that don't do anything about the bad cops. Well, let's uh, make 10,000 bad cops, or, or Jesus, 10 bad cops, 1,000 good cops. Okay, so yeah, 1,000 good cops, 10 bad cops. Technically, good cops don't do anything, so they're considered bad cops as well. And then you have 1,010 bad cops. So here, here's the problem is, is police are human too. So if you're saying that – if you're going to clarify on that, then – wow, I cannot speak words tonight. So all the people who watch as police brutality happens with those bad cops, are they included in that as well? The bystanders and the, pe- the, the civilians that have the power to make a difference but choose not to. To me, there's two sides of that. There's the first side is people are afraid of getting arrested, right? Yeah. And the second part, you know what? No, there's one part. The first part and the only part is people are afraid to get arrested. But those same people will immediately Facebook Live that whole situation and then say, mm-hmm. they're doing something wrong. They're doing something wrong. Sure, they are. But what are you doing? You're broadcasting their wrongdoings to the world and you're not doing anything about it. It's the same thing that happened in George Floyd. There's probably 50 people around him and around all the cops that are Facebook living this that are doing whatever you do on Twitter with Twitter live or I don't know. My point is there's a dozen people around George Floyd that are broadcasting this to the world and what are they doing? Exactly. Tell me, somebody tell me what those charges would be if you interfered with that. You're interfering with a police investigation? All right. Did you save a guy's life? Yeah. To me, that seems justified. And and, and from that point, 
people are afraid of getting arrested by getting involved, it's the same thing with cops. If they get involved, they're pretty much going to be arrested. It's not going to be arrested, but it's going to be either suspended, fired, reprimanded in some way. Do you know how many many articles I've seen? Have you seen those videos of those cops that are speaking out against what happened? Uh, I actually have not. So it's, it's, it's these guys that are just, they're cops. They're in full gear and they're saying, Hey, this is what happened. This is what I think about it. That's, those are the videos. Okay. There have been a, a, a handful or so of those videos that have been posted to social media, to mass media. And those handful of cops have gotten suspended or let go or asked for them to take the videos down, whatever. Those are the ones that are doing the most legwork. If they get suspended, if they get fired, God be with you. It sucks. I understand. It's the worst. There's no reason for that to happen. But that, to me, personally, as a white Caucasian male, I'm going to say it again, is the reason that these cops are not speaking out because they are afraid and the thing that people need to realize is in order for us to make this better, because Sean and I, again, as white males, we want everybody to be equal. I speak on behalf of you, but I'm sure you agree. <laughs> everybody is equal. Everybody. Everybody. Even John down the street with a sign that says, I need $5 for a burger. He's equal. I swear. What I'm getting at is, as Sean said, cops are humans too. They need justification. They need to understand what is going on. But at the same time, they need a safety net. If they have no safety net, they cannot, cannot go against their fellow officers. Because it's scary for them. The thing that the media doesn't talk about is how scary that can be. I, No one wants to lose their job because that's their livelihood. That's how they feed their family. So the media spends their time talking about this guy, this cop, this or this riot cop punched this guy and he fell down. Okay. To them, that's better than saying this is what is wrong with the police department. And, and that's what I've witnessed. That's what I've noticed, especially being on the line, working with cops in these riots and in these protests. That is what I've noticed, is that these cops would rather push these people down. And I, I, I feel bad saying it that way. They'd rather just do what they need to do to get these protests to subside rather than speaking out about injustices because they are terrified of what the ramifications would be if they spoke out. You know, I, I was going to say one thing as well. I mean, I I was thinking about this recently, but as a as a police officer, it must be a very, like, you, you keep talking about how they, they're afraid of getting reprimanded for speaking out. It's, it's not, but, the thing is, it's not all of them, but there is a good number of them that don't, nobody wants to be reprimanded at doing a bad job. I don't care yeah. if you work at the post office or UPS, no one wants to be reprimanded. Cops for sure don't want to be because there is a massive amount of liability that's attested to that. Oh, yeah. What I was going to say, though, is is, um, you keep speaking about being being reprimanded by their fellow officers or Or superiors. Yeah, their superiors. Um, But I I was thinking about this. 
to to think that we are in a time where police officers probably are afraid of both their superiors as well as the public. The the thing you'll notice a lot of if you if you so, consistently watch these protest videos is there are cops that force phones out of people's hands. So the the biggest enemy of a cop and and I say enemy loosely because it's not necessarily an enemy but some could call it a, a job perfecter in a sense. It's it's the public's phone in their face, right? As a bail enforcement agent, bail enforcement. I'm not a cop. Bail enforcement. I've gotten that before. Random people show up and they're filming us a, attacking, in quotes, this guy and arresting him. I've gotten it myself. If you have a gun and a badge, you are under scrutiny immediately. The thing you'll notice about a lot of these videos that you'll see on social media or the news or on your friend's phone or on your mom's Facebook, which constitutes a social media, <laughs> you will see that the majority of these cops, when these people have their phones in their face, are pushing them out of their way. They're forcing them out. They're getting them on the ground. They're, they're, they're grabbing their phones in a sense and just chucking them across the, the parking lot. They don't want phones. They don't want credibility. They don't want any of that. That's the problem. If you don't want credibility, if you don't want the public to film you, you're doing something wrong. If you yeah. know wholeheartedly that you are doing everything in your power to control the situation, to be a lawfully abiding citizen, be a cop or not, and reduce the threat politically and amicably, and you still force the phone out of someone's hand, you that's you're doing something wrong. In my yeah. opinion, if someone's filming you, let them film you. If you don't want them to film you, you're doing something wrong. It's very true. It's a public mm -hmm. domain to film somebody. I can film you on this, it's public property. Great, do it. I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm doing my job. And if you full heartedly believe that you're doing your job and you're still forcing someone's phone out of their hand, you're not doing your job. I support police 150% all day long, but there might need to be some accountability there. Going yeah. back to what Sean said, I think that at the end of the day, well, I know that at the end of the day, people are still, cops are still people, right? People get pissed. Yeah. When I was working that riot, it wasn't even a riot, it was a protest in South Salt Lake. It was 150 degrees and these guys and myself and my partner, we we're all in 30 pounds of riot gear. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to be here. We'd rather be in our air conditioned cars or at home. We're just as irritable as the rest of these protesters. But the thing is, over the past couple of years, and especially now, the word people and police don't coincide anymore. You're either one or the other. You're a person or you're a cop. You're not both anymore. Yes. The so. thing the thing the thing that I want to get to is where did that line get drawn? And why? Oh, I could we again, we could be here for hours telling talking about why. The bottom line is no one respects police officers anymore justifiably so there have been some instances where yeah there are some police officers that 
take the badge and they run with it and they do everything they can to just be an asshole. I've run into some of those. I'm white and I've still run into some of those. So I cannot imagine what would happen to a POC if they ran into that same cop. On the other hand, I've met some really, 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 really great cops. And one of them, I wish I had his name, was at that protest on Tuesday and they were redirecting traffic and people were flipping him off. They were throwing shit at him. They were yelling at him. And every time they, fl- they, so they were redirecting traffic. So they came to the intersection, they make him turn around, right? Road is closed. Make him turn around. Every other cart was yelling at him, was swearing, was throwing shit, was cussing at him, was calling him names. And every goddamn time that man turned a car around, he had his hand up, waving, smiling, saying, have a good night. I hope you're safe. Hmm. And to this day, man, like, that was four days ago. (laughs) Before that, there have been very few cops that I could count on one hand to where that I met that have that same enthusiasm. The fact that the entire country almost it feels like hates you and you still have the ability to be positive and to 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 be happy about what you're doing that speaks volumes those are the kind of people that matter but no one talks about those guys you see hundreds and thousands of videos on social media about everything that's going wrong in society and along with the police department everything they're doing wrong and you see what two videos of a black kid hugging a white cop. I, I I think I think there is more wrong in society than just cops brutalizing people. I think that we thrive off the glorification of brutalizing persons people persons of color and a lot of the injustices that go on in the world rather than thriving off the positives. There may not be as many but I think that we need to hang on to those as best we can, and we don't. We never hang on to those. We see them, we acknowledge them, and we let them go. We'd rather hang on to the negatives as a society and as as a race, and it, it's just it's just so tiresome. I'm not a cop. I work bail enforcement, but that doesn't mean that I'm distinguished. People still think I'm a dirty pig and all this stuff. Like, I look like I'm 14. Be nice to me, Okay. <laughs> dad brought you to work (laughs) on the wrong day i mean i could rant about this for hours but the bottom line is not all cops are bad there are some bad ones but not all cops are bad not all people are bad and there are some bad ones but that doesn't mean as a country we should be divided Okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not even going to say all lives matter because I think everyone is is equally as worthless as me. It's easier to say it that way. Just everyone's just worthless together as a society. But I think that this blue lives, black lives, all lives matter is bullshit. It doesn't get us anywhere. It's true. You can talk all you want. You can talk all you want, but there's going to be people that disagree with you from left to right. All day long, all the time. <laughs> you just lost your train of thought. No, I didn't lose my train of thought, but it's like I could keep saying that. That Do all lives matter or do black lives matter? Because to me, until black lives matter, 
all lives will not matter. Wait, say that one more time. Until black lives matter, all lives won't matter. The, okay. the thing the thing that took me, and I'll be honest, the thing that took me a few days to understand is people are saying, what are you talking about black lives matter? All lives matter. Yeah. But when you're not treating black lives equally as the rest of the other lives, then you're lying. That's the best way I can put it. When you're segregating out black lives versus everybody else's lives and then coming and saying all lives matter, but you're segregating black lives, you're a liar because all lives don't matter unless you're grouping that black population in with every other population. Definitely agree. So everyone's got to be on the same page. Black lives don't matter on Tuesday. Black lives should matter every day, all the time, forever. Along with Asians, Hispanics, and whatever other race you want to claim. I don't care. But until you're grouping them, them, them. (laughs) I'm not the only one who can't speak tonight. (laughs) Until you're grouping all of them into one single category of human beings. Don't hit me with that bullshit of all lives matter. Couldn't have said it better. Because I've seen that so much. And as I said, it took me a few days to understand it. Because honestly, I was a little bit naive. I didn't understand it. But now I do. The same people that say all lives matter don't include black people in that segmentation. That's interesting. Hmm. So don't, don't, don't get on my goddamn social media profiles saying that type of shit. When you're not including that group, and I know you're not including that group. Because I've seen it. I know if if you people know who you are, they, they know who they are. If Maybe if they, they listen to this, if they listen to this podcast, oh I'll put this on my Facebook. I'll <laughs> I'll blast it to the world. There are people on my feed that know who they are that have done that, and it's sickened me. It's it's really after after I understood it, okay? It's, I'm a slow learner here. So <laughs> But after that point, done deal. Am I going to unfriend you? No, because I think that's petty. What I am going to do, I'll make fun of every profile picture you update. That's what I am going to do. Just comment everything. <laughs> well, I want I went on a bit of a rant. Do you have anything else? I mean, I think you spoke enough on that rant for the both of us. So, I... I agree, my throat's dry. (laughs) (laughs) But with that, thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch us? Follow us on Facebook. Find something you want the Drunk Boys to research and talk about next time? Let us know. And if you like hanging out, share our Facebook page. Catch you all next Friday, and remember, please listen responsibly. Please don't be socially ignorant. Bye!